Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what a pleasure is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I tell you, just like you need a cup of coffee in the morning, you need some Bible in your life. I know I do. And I tell you what's even better is pairing the two together. I've got a cup of coffee here. I've got my Bible before me, and I'm looking forward to diving into the book of Hebrews with you today. We're in chapter number one still. We're going to look at three verses or so here at the closing of the chapter that seem to be sort of uh, inserted parenthetically. They just help assert the fact that Jesus is eternal, that Jesus is God, and Jesus is creator. It shows that he's better. And the writer is making the case that Jesus is better than angels, and this is sort of another block in that uh, wall of argument and just shows us who he is. And I'm glad that's who our Savior is is. I hope you're having a great day today. Hope your eyes are on things above. Your affections are set on things above. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. That's a great verse found in the book we're studying. I've enjoyed going through this first chapter. We've learned so much about how God had revealed himself, how God uh, does reveal himself, about who Jesus is, about the power that there is in a single word from the very mouth of God. We find out that Jesus is better. That's the theme of Hebrews, and today we're going to look at him in creation. Now, it's an amazing thing. I'm writing a book at the moment on socialism and communism and Marxism. You see these things, they're not just creeping into our country in America, they're they're there. I mean, they're in the spotlight. The mask is off. They're not ashamed of it. They're uh, parading about and being accepted by many. In fact, a growing number of American people say they're comfortable with the idea of socialism. All of these isms are atheistic. And all of them would deny creation. They all go back to the beginning and say the Bible got it wrong, that Darwin got it right, that man came from a monkey, that all of this is a catastrophic, chaotic mess and mistake. And that's where they stand. But the Bible refutes them. That's why they hate the Bible, because the Bible refutes their uh, idiotic ideology, their humanistic philosophy. And we're going to look at this today. Verse number 10 of Hebrews 1. And thou, Lord, in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth. That's very plain. This is referencing back to Genesis. In the beginning, God created. Not in the beginning, a big bang. Not in the beginning, a big boom. Not in the beginning, a big blunder. Not in the beginning, chaotic, catastrophic, uh, you know, mistake. No. A purposed, ordered, designed creation. Thou, Lord, in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth. And the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish. This world is going to come to an end. Christians make poor tree huggers. We understand what's going to happen. One day this world is going to melt like a hot Hershey kiss on a car hood and smoke like wet wood and a wildfire, and it'll be gone. But thou remainest, and they all shall wax old as doth a garment, and as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail." 
As we come here to our text verses, verse number 10, verse number 11, and verse number 12, the Bible talks about thou, Lord, in the beginning. It shows us where Jesus was. He was there, present in the beginning. He didn't start there at the beginning. He's always been. He's eternal, everlasting to everlasting, Alpha and Omega. But it references Genesis 1.1. 1, 1. It says, has laid the foundation of the earth. If we take our Bible and we go back to the book of Job, and you look in the Old Testament, Job chapter number 38. I'll see if I can find it uh, in a timely fashion, and I'll read it to you if I can. If not, then I'll just flounder here for a minute. Job chapter number 38. I'm just about there, so hang on. Here it is, verse uh, number 4 through 6. Where was thou? When Watch what he says. When I preached on this in our church back in the uh, late summer. Where was thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding, who hath laid the measure thereof, if thou knowest, or who hath stretched the line upon it, whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened, or who laid the cornerstone thereof. So here God is speaking to Job and saying, where were you when everything that is became reality? Where were you when the earth was formed? Where were you when the oceans were drudged out? Where were you when the mountains were sculpted? Where were you when the foundation was set? And he's just reinforcing that truth. In the beginning, God created. In the beginning was the Word, and Jesus was there, and he laid the foundations of the earth. And the heavens are the works of thine hands. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of a book uh, of a book uh, in the Old Testament, a book, the book of Psalms. And I'm turning there, Psalm 102, verse number 25. Let me find it and I'll read it to you in Psalm 104. Go back a little bit. Psalm 102, verse 25. Of old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of of thy hands. The Bible in the Old Testament testifies God's the creator. The Lord is the creator. Here in Hebrews, the writer testifies Jesus is the creator. He's God. He was there. He laid the foundation of the earth. The heavens are the works of his hands. All right. So we find not a big boom, not a big bang, not a big blunder, not a big mistake, but a big God creating all that is by the word of his power. All right, we just read it together. The reference is to the earth, the original earth, the first earth, the, the, the first heaven, the second heaven, the third heaven. All of this, Genesis 1, verse 2 through verse number 8. The verse says right here that creation is not a theory. Creation is a truth. Creation is not a philosophy. Creation is a fact. Let you come in with your evolution if you want to. All that is is fanciful fairy tale, fictitious uh, ideology from the carnal finite mind of man. Creation is truth. God created. You can't teach that in our colleges, our secular colleges. Oh, no, they all think they came from monkeys. And that's right. They've been educated to the point of ignorance where they believe they came from a particle of dust that got hit by a random lightning bolt, fell out of the atmosphere into a pool of water, sprouted a tail, grew some legs, ate a banana, and then ran for president. That's just what they think. But that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says in the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. They don't like Genesis 1-1. You know why they attack Genesis 1-1? Because if they can disprove and throw out Genesis 1-1, they can discard the rest of the Bible. If there's not a creator God, then they don't have a sin nature and they don't need a savior. They can do it with the gospel if they can do it with in the beginning, God. So they attack creation. But notwithstanding their attempts, notwithstanding their criticism, the Bible stands. You know, the Bible taught some truths that science has finally stumbled onto way before science came along. The theory of creation is a fact. Jeremiah 38, 16. I can take my Bible and I can turn there for you. I'll find it here and I'll read it to you real quick. Jeremiah uh, 38, 
All right, here it is, Jeremiah 30. Let me get over to Jeremiah 38, turning in my... I've got a new Bible here I'm breaking in. I enjoy it, Jeremiah 38, verse number 16. The Bible says, Jeremiah 38, verse number 16. So Zedekiah, the king, swears secretly unto Jeremiah, saying, As the Lord liveth, that made us this soul, I will not put thee to death, neither will I give thee into the hand of these men that seek thy life. So there, there it is. There's a statement made that the Lord liveth, and he's the one who made us. He is. He's the one who formed Adam in the dust of the ground. He's the one who breathed in Adam's body the breath of life, and he became a living soul. God is our creator. There's another reference in Jeremiah chapter number 14 that we can turn back to. Turn back several uh, chapters here. Verse number 22 of Jeremiah chapter number 14. The Bible says, Are there any among the vanities of the Gentiles that can cause rain? Or can the heavens give showers? Art not thou he, O Lord, our God? Therefore we will wait upon thee, for thou hast made all these things. Only God can make it rain. Only God can cause the heaven to release the showers. Why? Because he's in control of it. He made all these things. Things. All right, I'm going to turn back to Psalm 100 and verse number 3. We've still got a minute or so left. We can look at some more verses here in our Bible. Psalm 100, and by the way, I hope you never get tired of looking at Bible verses. Psalm 100, verse number 3. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So here's the statement made that God made us. We didn't come from a monkey. We didn't evolve from some small single-celled amoeba in a mud puddle on Mars. No. God created us just like the Bible says, all right? We can go back to Psalm 95. Just a couple Psalms back, Psalm 95 and verse number 6. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our, what's it say? Our maker. In the beginning, God created. God created. The, this, the theory of creation is just really the truth of creation. The uh, God created it all, all right? We find that God's in control of everything. The creation account is given in Genesis 1-2 is confirmed by Jesus. He confirmed it in Mark chapter 10. He confirmed it in Matthew 19. He confirmed it in Luke 11. He confirmed it in John 8. He confirmed it in Luke 17. He confirmed it in Matthew 24. You can go back to the Old Testament. Creation's confirmed in Exodus chapter 20, in 1 Chronicles chapter 1, in Ezekiel chapter 14, and in Isaiah chapter 54. There's no scientific evidence produced by man or found yet today that can give any credence to anything other than the fact that in the beginning God created. And here the Bible tells us that it was Jesus in the beginning. He's better than, thank God, he is the creator. Well, join us next broadcast. We'll study some more in Hebrews. Until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.